Hey, hello everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox meeting of adult children of alcoholics. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child of an alcoholic. We meet every Tuesday at 7 o'clock in the Cobble Hill neighborhood of Brooklyn. You are welcome to join us and we'd love to see you there. We are recording our speakers every week and putting the recordings online because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like more information about the program or want to find a meeting in your area, go to adultchildren.org and click on Find a Meeting. Our speaker this week is Sue. Please enjoy. Hi, I'm Sue. Hi, Sue. Sue. Thanks for asking me to speak, Anne. Um, I feel like this program is such a revelation to me. Um, it's so different than anything I've ever experienced before, and it encourages me to look at myself and the way I interact in the world and the way I talk to myself and the way I talk to other people in a way that I've never been encouraged to examine before. It's been like a big bang. Um, you know, the concept that there is even an inner child that I could ever contact, I mean, even to think about it is a little bit frightening, that, oh no, there's this whole subconscious area of me, and there's this whole part of me that experienced all of the um, neglect and abuse and damage and still resides in me as a fully formed creature, and it's like now it's my job to communicate with this creature. It kind of flips me out because I, I feel like, again, here's another opportunity for me to fail and mm. not to be able to contact something that I know is going to save me. It almost feels like being that kid, knowing that, they're, um, knowing that adults technically are there to take care of me, but never finding one to take care of me. And so now here I am, that adult, with this child that I've never really met. And it's my, it's my goal. It's like my whole reason for living is to contact this child and to care for her in a way that I was never cared for, or even if I was cared for in that, let, let me rephrase that, to care for her in a way that she wants to be cared for mm. and like to find that out from her and then to figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, um, it's a remarkable thing. And um, I know a couple of weeks ago somebody, or last week somebody was actually was sharing about how it almost seems like a goofy thing. You know, this, this getting in touch with this inner child and then creating a relationship with this inner child and what does that look like? And it seems so goofy and it seems kind of strange and I totally ID with that. Um, so I came here three years ago. I've been in recovery a really long time. And um, when I came here, you know, I, I felt like... Um, you know, that the separation between my heart and my body, which is where I feel things and where I get the feeling this little girl is. And then my head, which is always yammering at me, all the things that I'm fucking up, all the things I'm doing wrong, all the things I'm 
you know, and, and, then, and then on occasion, as I continue to recover in this program, noticing when I do things right, and like, whoa, that's a different experience. That feels different. That looks different. It's like, I think I can get better here. So, um, so I went, uh, so I was, I had, okay, so it's a tools meeting. So I want to talk a little bit about the tools that have been really helpful for me. Um, so the first tool that's been incredibly helpful for, for me is that um, I am part of a phone group. Um, and we talk on Wednesday nights from 9 to 10. For the first year and a half or so, it was weekly. And now it's every other week. And um, in that first year and a half or so, we went together as a group of five women on the phone who I, I'd met one of them once and the other one twice, two of them, I mean, I hardly knew them. It was myself and four <coughs> other women and we went through the yellow book and we worked all the steps together. And I realize now looking back that I dissociated through the whole thing. Like, I, honestly, I'm just kind of like, to get even close to those feelings, it's like so white hot. It's so, it's like, it feels like nuclear, you know, like I can just explode. So it was kind of cool to just be, again, checked out, but still writing it down and being present. You know, I get the feeling that this is a process that's going to have to happen for me a number of times, like a number, a number, a number of times. And so, um, and so um, just to be, you know, I, I would say two-thirds of that time that I was doing this workbook with these women that I hardly know, um, I was in the bathtub with like Epsom salts and things that smelt good. And um, sometimes my dogs would come inside and they would be, you know, looking at me. And that felt good to have my dogs in my bathroom and working the steps with these people, <laughs> you know, that I could just be in a very comfortable kind of place. And, you know, I, once I started to prune up, I'd get out of the bath and, you know, go into another room. And um, it felt kind of sacred. And, um, but one of the things that really was most helpful for me is that um, you know alcoholism in the family produces all types of symptoms in children, and the symptom that I present a lot with is like totally half-assed, lackadaisical. Like there's a lot of perfectionists in this room. Um, I am not a perfectionist. I am a half-assed, lackadaisical. So for me to get me to sit myself in a chair and to do the work on myself, I'm not. I'm not um, so uh, self. Directed. I'm not so, um, what's that word? When you're a self-starter. I'm just not, you know. So to have a group of people that I feel safe with, that I can talk to once a week or every other week, talk about what's going on, but most importantly to do the work, because I'm not sitting my ass in a chair and doing it otherwise. So I'm doing it with these people in a safe way, and it's really working for my personality. Um, so that's one tool that's really helpful for me. I would really recommend it. Another thing I really like doing on the phone with people is like, like a hit and run, like 15 minute reading from the red book. Like, you know, call up a girlfriend and it's like, you know, my hair's on fire, can we, can we read for 10 or 15 minutes? Just open the red book anywhere and just read to each other. And I find, I had one girlfriend that I did it quite a bit with when I first came in here and we would like read the same line over and over. And, and it would be so rich and there would be, I mean, it would, it, would, it would bring so much up inside of me and we would just read the line and read the line and we were like, okay, next line and we, you know. I, found, I, found, I find this book to be beyond fertile. It's just, I feel like it's um, uh, a, remarkable, a remarkable book. Um, so that's really helpful. Another thing, this is a new tool for me. This is kind of a bordering on goofy tool. 
I, so after I'd been here for a while, um, one of the women that was in my phone group, who's subsequently left, turned me on to her therapist, who is like an ACA therapist, and I've never had anybody, and it's, honestly, I don't even think she's really a therapist. I think she's just like, almost like an ACA idiot savant. She just knows the program <laughs> better than anyone I've ever heard. You know, she's been doing it for forever. She's taught classes in it. I'm like starting to be really crazy for her. And um, one thing that she suggested was um, going online and listening to um, inner child visualizations or inner child meditations. So I did that before I came. I did one, you know, kind of a med uh, like when you listen to a meditation and you all of a sudden you, you wake up and you've been drooling and you like <laughs> come out of a coma. It was kind of one of those things which felt really great. Like I know in listening to this, it's really, it's, I don't have to listen. I can listen. You know, it, it, it came in through my heart. Um, that's been really helpful. And it's been the first time that I've been able to get in touch with my kid and actually ask, you know, how do you feel about something? What do you think about this? What happened there? And actually get um, some sort of a response. So I feel like that's massive progress for me because I know the kid's in there and I know that she wants to be heard. And I know that ultimately, even though I don't know what that's going to look like, I really do want to be there for her. Like I know that's the solution. That's what we're supposed to be doing on this planet. I really believe that if we're here, reparenting ourselves is like what we're supposed to be doing here. So that's, that's kind of a goofy, non-program, non-conference approved kind of a tool that's been super helpful for me. Um, and then the last thing um, that I'm going to do, how much time do I have? You have like seven minutes left. Oh, my God. All right, I probably won't speak that long. Oh. Um, the other thing is that, um, that's been helpful for me, and again, in the context of a group, because I'm generally not doing this on my own, is um, the affirmations in the end of Chapter 8, which is the solution, which is, if you haven't read Chapter 8, I can't recommend it enough. If I was going to start a new ACA meeting, I would call it Chapter 8, because it's just the most beautiful chapter. Like, I feel like I need that microchip and like, put in my head somewhere. Um, so the affirmation, so I mean, unless uh, anybody is, uh, I know I'm, I'm supposed to read something, so I, I'm, I'm going to read the affirmations. The first ones are inner child affirmations, and there's five of them. And then there's affirmations to be repeated every day, which of course I don't do, and there's 23, one of which has a typo. <laughs> so if, I, if anyone's ever read that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it and say this is the one with the typo, and then I'm going to finish it the way I think maybe that they wanted to finish it. I don't know. So anyway, inner child affirmations. Number one, I love my inner child unconditionally. That, was in, that, was, that question was in my, uh, in my phone meeting two weeks ago, and uh, my, my answer to that was, hell no, unconditionally, not yet. But that's certainly something, certainly something to strive for. Number two, I will protect my inner child to the best of my ability. Mm. Number three, I will take time to listen to my inner child and to follow through on promises. Wow. Number four, <laughs> my sentiments exactly. I will integrate my inner child into my life through play, creativity, and spirituality. Number five, I will take time to become my own loving parent. And then these are the affirmations to... Um, to be repeated every day, and this is how they preface them. Affirmations with other program work are a powerful tool for addressing our critical nature toward ourselves and others. These affirmations represent basic truths that most of us did not receive as children, but we can claim as adults. Read, this read these affirmations out loud for several weeks. 
you may also write down some of them and post them where you can read them. With affirmations, we begin to challenge the inner critical parent. We learn to give ourselves a break. Number one, it's okay to know who I am. Number two, it's okay to trust myself. Number three, it's okay to say I am an adult child. Number four, it's okay to know another way to live. Number five, it's okay to say no without feeling guilty. Number six, it's okay to give myself a break. Number seven, it's okay to cry when I watch a movie or hear a song or read a harmlock card or watch a commercial. (laughs) Those are killers. Number eight, my feelings are okay even if I'm still learning how to distinguish them. And here's the typo one. It's okay to not take care of others when I think. And I think it's supposed to say it's okay to not take care of others when I think I should or when I think they want me to or dot, dot, dot. Mm. Number 10, it's okay to feel angry. Number 11, it's okay to have fun and celebrate. Number 12, it's okay to make mistakes and learn. Number 13, it's okay not to know everything. Number 14, it's okay to say I don't know. Number 15, it's okay to ask someone to show me how to do things. Number 16, it's okay to dream and have hope. Number 17, it's okay to think about things differently than my family. Number 18, it's okay to to explore and say, I like this or I like that. Number 19, it's okay to detach with love. Number 20, it's it's okay to seek my own higher power. Number 21, it's okay to reparent myself with thoughtfulness. Number 22, it's okay to say I love myself. And number 23, it's okay to work an ACA program. And it's end, it, the, the affirmations and the chapter ends with a meditation or, or a prayer. It says, higher power, help me to be willing to recognize the loving parent inside of me. Help me to integrate my inner child more actively into my daily life so that I remain, so that I remain spiritually awake. So I remain awake spiritually. Grant me the courage to change the things I can. Grant me the wisdom of my inner child. So I feel like, as I constantly think of this program, is like this is like a whole other pair of glasses. Like to look at, um, you know, you know, having been in, in AA for you know more than half my life, you know, I've looked at, um, I've looked at the way that I do things that don't work for me, and the way that I consistently behave in ways that don't serve me. And I've looked at it through the AA glasses, and it, it's a little bit punitive, and it's a little bit, I'm, I'm willing, I, I, let me say, has nothing to do with AA, but I'm willing to, to look at things other than my resentment, selfishness, dishonesty, and fear. And I feel that there are other, there's another lens that I can look at my emotional life, and that, um, that, Though, but, but to look at myself in that manner was unbelievably important. And without having taken the time to stop taking drugs and stop drinking and work the steps and live a sober life for a very long time, there's, like, there's no way I would be here. But now to have this, you know, there is, there is an easier, gentler, softer way. <laughs> and this is that. And, um, yeah. I'm really grateful for that, and um, it feels so good to not constantly look for what's wrong, and instead to really have on a deep level 
the understanding that there is right and that that's where my higher power resides and that 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 little girl that's still there sometimes she's feral and foaming at the mouth and scratching and um, sometimes she hardly even looks like me um, and I, I don't even necessarily have any idea what she feels at this point but I know that if I keep with the support I need with the um, with the like the loving forgiving uh, parenting that comes from a higher power that's not a gotcha kind of God that I can slowly but surely find within myself um, through the help of this program, through the help of the people here, what it's going to take to create a safe environment for this little girl to come out into because that's really what this is all about. There's no, there's no way if she thinks that my mother's waiting that that girl's coming out ain't happening. So I have to be something other than what I know. So it brings it back to like A8, Tony, Tony A's second step, which I love more than anything, which is um, uh, came to believe um, that I could be restored to clarity because that's really what I want. I want a clear picture, a clear feeling, a clear uh, relationship with myself, my inner child, and my higher power, and the people around me. Um, this is the first time in all these years of recovery that I'm really not that interested in being of service. That I know that it's time for me to, to, be, to stand in service to this little girl and to be there with her. I mean, <clears throat> I sponsor a lot of women in the other program. I would never sponsor anyone here. No one's asked me, so that's helpful. But um, it's, it's, this is really the first time that I feel that this is the time for me, that this is the gift back to myself, that this is um, what I was born to do. I think I'm done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.